When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm ready. Well, howdy, Holly. Well, hello, Dave. <laughs> What's going on? And hey, welcome. Welcome, everybody, to What Difference Does It Make? The podcast. The podcast featuring all things 80s, but mostly music. Correct. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> Thank explanation. You. If you had you corrected me, I would have been really bummed because we've been doing this for a while and I would be very surprised. Yeah. All right. So that's <laughs> your elevator. It wasn't, ac- wasn't actually about the 80s. What? That's, your, that's your elevator pitch. That's my elevator you- pitch. Okay, perfect. Are you in? I, I'm all in. <laughs> so anyway, tell me more. Is it love at first sight? You love it? You love this podcast? And uh, what, I wh- love this podcast. Why do you love it? I love it. Well, I love it because I love 80s music. I love 80s, everything about the 80s. I had a good 80s. It was a good decade. It was a good 80s. And I have a great partner. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks, who, Holly. Who, You're talking about me, right? Oh, yeah. And you. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Good to be here. <laughs> I'm All happy right. to have you. So mostly we uh, we talk 80s. Um, we use K-Rock, the radio station, as kind of a springboard to uh, discuss all the music we listened to back in the day. And we're in the thick of 1983. Which was an, a fabulous year. But we, we choose K-Rock because we, we grew up in Los Angeles and it was the dominant alternative radio station. Not really just in, in L.A., but, you know. For the whole, the whole, most of the country. Yeah, very influential. So mostly if uh, we heard it, and if you happen to live in a city, you're lucky enough that had a, a radio rock. station that actually played alternative music. A lot of it, because it was reacting well in Los Angeles, got played all over the country. And um, and if you lived in London, you heard it uh, six months earlier. <laughs> so we were always behind the curve. Yeah. So thanks. So we're 1983, but really, you've heard this stuff before 1983. Possibly. Possibly. (laughs) Uh, Right now, we're in 1983. We're counting down um, the top 106.7 songs. Uh, We've had a few episodes already. We're doing it in 10-song chunks. Right now, we're in uh, the 70s chunk. Well, we're starting with 80. Starting with 80 and counting down to 71 this episode. And we should probably explain 106.7 songs. That was the frequency of K-Rock. It still is the frequency of K-Rock. It still is, indeed. Still on the air. (laughs) Yep. Knock on wood. Still still kicking. Yeah. There was, um, back in 1983, there was a countdown of uh, the the most popular 106.7 songs. Currently in 2020, the year of our Lord, 2020, or whatever (laughs) it is. How do they say that? Edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) 
We yes. cool? We cool? We cool. We cool. <laughs> okay. So we, the, the list has been pared down to 80, to the top 80. So there have been 26.7 songs that have been eliminated from the original list. and Some songs have been moved up. Some songs have been added in after being omitted in 1983. Some fell off. Some fell off. So I will um, ask Holly if the song that we are talking about is on the current top 80 of 1983 for the HD2 K-Rock of the 80s <laughs> channel. That's a mouthful. Anyway, if it's in the updated list, there's... Uh, I'll and, let you know. And Holly will let me know, and then I will tell her why she She's is wrong. wrong. <laughs> yeah, but mostly I go with my feelings about it. If I want it to be there, I'm going to tell you it's there. Of course, <laughs> as you should. All right, shall we get started? Hey, number 80. Number 80, Stray Cats. She's sexy and 17. Uh, last week, the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about parentheses. A lot of parentheses. There's another stupid yep. parentheses. I don't understand this one. This doesn't make sense, but it's she's in parentheses. She's sexy and 17. Like we wouldn't know if it was she if it was only called sexy and 17. Right. We don't, <laughs> we don't want them to think that's, you know, talking about a guy. Yeah. <laughs> well. I, I don't I know. Don't, He's sexy in seventeen. Well, that, it works either way, but yeah. uh, but the song. It, I don't know why they put that in parentheses. It's hilarious. I but, don't either because it was the year of the parentheses. Maybe uh, I don't really, know. It really was. Do you like this song? Do you remember this song? Do you? Uh, I mean, you're a Stray Cats fan. We loved uh, Built for Speed. This was off their next album, Rant and Rave. Okay. Yeah, rant and rave with the Stray Cats. I think was the full sure album. I mean, you yeah. want to know who you're going to rant and rave with? Yes. <laughs> As if we wouldn't have recognized it from the first, you know, guitar lick. I like this song, but you have to remember that there there was a lot of time where I was just into the song, you know, that it's got a good beat and you can dance to it, yeah. as opposed to, you know, really internalizing the lyrics. So I went back and I looked at this. I read a review of this. It was uh, very biting, you know. By the way, in 1983, how old were you? <laughs> I was yeah. 18. Were you? Okay. Well, I was seven. I turned 18. So okay, I was 17 but, for four months of 1983. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right in. Yeah. This yeah. is a song about uh, It about could Holly. have been written about me. Exactly. No, it, this song would never have been written about me, especially <laughs> All right, so, at that age. Go ahead. Were, you were going to touch on the the lyrics? Or yeah, what? Do, do you do you like the song? It's a Stray cat song. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's got a good beat and you it's can good, dance to it. Right. Did you have any objection? I mean. I didn't have an objection at the time. Right, of course not, because you were sexy and 17. <laughs> I wasn't, but I wasn't really paying <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. I just... Um... <laughs> it was, okay, so this was less creepy in that it was high schoolers talking about themselves. They, like, they it, were not it was in a high school, though, it was a viewpoint. the problem. No, it was a viewpoint. No, you look at the lyrics. You think it's the, a viewpoint the, of a high schooler right, towards Right, even though Brian Setzer probably was 30 at the time. He was taking the care the the... The character in the in the story is in high school, and he's skipping school. And that you know, they're talking about high school, okay. so they're both. I think they're both seventeen in the song. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better because the 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 I should have listened more closely, but the some of the reviews I read perceived it as he was writing about a girl who was sexy and seventeen, and he is too old to be doing that. I was thinking the same thing, mm -hmm. and I actually, like you, I looked at the lyrics and like, okay, that. I'm not as creeped out as I could be, okay. possibly be. I don't know what it was about the age 17, but it's a it's a lyrical year. A lot of people. How many 17 songs oh, can you mention? Winger, like Winger. Um, That's a good one. There was a song called 17. 
I'm only 17, but I'll show you love like you've never seen. Okay, <laughs> that is not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. So what is it? Is it, is it that 17 sounds good or, or really the age or does it just sound I good in music? I don't know because you're kind of, you're, <laughs> as Britney Spears said, you're, you're not a girl, not quite a woman. <laughs> Okay, now now it's starting to get creepy. Right. But, you know, even the beat, you know, Paul McCartney and uh, I saw her standing here, you know, she was just 17. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he didn't know what he meant, but it rhymed, but it still sounds kind of creepy. Yeah, it does. That's right. Paul McCartney. I was thinking the Ringo Starr. Well, that's 16. 16. But that was more innocent. I think that was. All right. Right. 16 is innocent. 17 is. Well, we're we're getting there. There's. So, I mean, even you got your Dancing Queen, Young and Sweet, Only 17. 17. Very good. Wow, what else? Of course, there's Stevie Nicks, All Alone on the Edge, edge of 17. 17. Well, of course, uh, Meatloaf, <laughs> Paradise by the Dashboard Light, goes, because uh, we were barely 17 and we were barely dressed. <laughs> the Cars, <laughs> Let's Go, and She Won't Give Up, because she's 17. 17. Wow. Of course, uh, the Janice, there's a little more. Uh, whisk- oh, at 17. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Janice Ian. I learned the truth at 17 <laughs> that love was meant for be- for beauty queens. There, I mean, there was a couple more, some contemporary ones. There was uh, Alicia Cara at 17. I couldn't wait till I could be 17. I thought he lied when he said, take my time to dream. Now I wish I could freeze the time at 17. Blitz and Trapper had a song called Fur, uh, which is really good. If you've never heard that one, that was like maybe like 10 years ago. But they say, when I was only 17, I could hear the angels whispering. Hmm. <laughs> well, but, that sounds but, innocent. Right. So there, I mean, there are different ways to go with 17. Unless, I mean, the, it, it, unless it was the angel whispering into your ear with do, the devil on the other oh, side. That's exactly right. So <laughs> At 17. So yeah, <laughs> 17, quite a year. Yeah. On to number 79. Uh, oh, uh, stop it right there. Back is, it up. Make um, the sound. <laughs> no. Is uh, uh, Straight Cat, She's Sexy and 17, is that on the updated list? It is not. Correct. Hey, one for one. Yay. Okay. okay. We've forgotten all about Sexy and 17. <laughs> yes. So talking about sexy, number 79 is Freyer's Doot Doot. You think this is sexy? This was like, although I I did not participate in this, I I think this was like the ultimate makeout song. Like you put on doot doot and like, oh okay, really? it's this is it's business time. Let's uh, oh yeah, very interesting. Oh, put it on and, and get in the mood. I yeah, to yeah. It, but next... it didn't it didn't put me in the mood. <laughs> well, Maybe when I was seventeen, it would have put me in the mood. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, thank you. thanks for that. Now I sure. have that image oh, in my head. Okay, yeah, next time you hear it. <laughs> 17-year-old. Next time, you, yeah, put it on your playlist of uh, special songs. Yeah. <laughs> I know you How have How did one. you know about you, that? Oh, sure. <laughs> we all soundtrack our own uh, I do. Thing. I actually put mine in, so it's, so it's not obvious, I add mine into, you know, another playlist. Like, it's encoded oh, So you kids don't find it? <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, doot doot. Yeah, freer. Freer, freer. As Fre- you know, I freer. can't pronounce any names. Freer. I think it's free. I looked it up. Yeah. It sounds like freer. Okay. I'm going to go with that. Do you okay. remember it from the movie Valley Girl? I did not. Okay. Yeah, it is in Valley Girl. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. These guys, uh, Carl Hyde and Rick Smith, were also in the band Underworld. Do you remember them? I do not. Do oh, you? Did you? I do for the song Born Slippy, which is in the movie Train Spotting. And. Born Slippy oh. is an amazing song. That's one of my, I, I love, 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 love that song. 
Born Slippy That's sounds a, like a Run DMC song or something. Well, it could be. <laughs> I'm, I'll uh, maybe I'll put it on the Spotify playlist just so you remember. Okay, you, you've please seen, do. You've seen Train Spotting, haven't you? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yes. Good to hear. Okay. Yeah, this is a yeah, and both, I promise extra nuggets on the Spotify playlist, so make sure you add it. I, I know I haven't been adding nuggets, but uh, <gasps> I know I could. And my promises are empty. Yeah, no, I'm promising uh, to see a lot of movies. Those uh, are empty promises. No, true. They're they're Welsh, like Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Jones is Welsh. I know that. And Catherine Zeta Jones. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Jones. I wonder if Jones is a common Welsh name. Probably is. <laughs> Yes. Can you speak Welsh? Did you see? You haven't been watching The Crown, have you? No. Okay. I am going to watch The Crown, though. I am. That's not an empty promise. Okay. You should. (laughs) There's a Welsh episode in there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Okay, good. Do you know that they they originally only had a squiggle for a name, like a line, a squiggle line for a name? Oh, kind of like what Prince did for a bit? Yes, but the label insisted that they have a name. Prince could do whatever the hell he wanted. And so the squiggle was pronounced... Freer, 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 freer. Perfect. <laughs> I'm sure the label was Thank really you. happy with that. So aside from how this song made you feel. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> I do. Yes. Something simple, but it's, uh, I don't know, it just kind of builds a little bit. It's not really catchy, but it's just, it's got this groove. That's why I don't it's know catchy. If it's, I don't know if it's even a groove. But it's just, it's and I don't know what they're singing about or what's going on, but yeah. it's something. Something's happening, it's something. which is probably why it was a, a makeout song. Like it, so their meaning, the meaning that they have to the song, it's not a deep, mysterious song. Okay. It's about seeing someone, being attracted to them, feeling like they've taken center stage in your life or your mind or your heart, and then they are gone and you're wondering, was that real? Were they ever that shining, beautiful person I thought they were? Or was that just another dream? Look at that. Huh. Okay. That's good. That's that's my kind of music. All right. Very good. <laughs> I love it. Is this on the list? Oh, I don't think so. It is on the list. Okay, good. Number that makes 68. Me happy. It's moved up 11 spots. Okay. That makes me happy. Good. All right. I'm um, uh, one for two. One for two. Okay. Moving on to. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. I got it. I got I, the anticipation excited me. <laughs> All right. For this song, this is in excess black and white. Yeah. What uh, what do I, I like I mean, about it? Yeah, I mean, black and white. Really, I mean, it was a it was a good song, but yeah. I don't I don't think it was necessarily. Was it a single? This I don't think it was a single. It wasn't here. a big selling single if it no. if it was, but but this the was, album this was on their first album, Shabu Shuba. Right. Okay. So this came out. Uh, it came out in eighty two. Mm-hmm. The album, but uh, I guess this came. Uh, they started playing this in eighty three. Yeah, that's when they got their first American deal. You know, you know what's interesting. A little bit. Do tell. Just because, as we're talking singles, the what's your favorite song? There's a single on this Shabu Shaba album. Are you you bought this? Were you on, were <sighs> yeah, you all in most, on this? I, mo- I bought most of their albums. I all was right. a huge so, in excess fan. All right, so the song "Don't Change" is on this album. One of my favorite favorite all time favorite songs. Period. It, it is not on the K Rock list at all. It doesn't make an appearance at all. Why would e- that be? I do not know. But um, yeah, one of those that song is not there. But hmm. Black and White is. I don't know why. They, you know, it's interesting why they, that one is, uh, why why I chose, I I wonder if the unfamiliarity in this country and it was just like a random, you know, how singles are chosen. Normally we can even tell, you know, our, our layman's ears, what might be a single from an album first released to radio. Right. Right. I don't know. Maybe they blew it with this one. I don't know. 
I did look on YouTube. There, there's a there's a great clip um, of them singing this song, Black and White, at the House Festival in '83. Oh, did you go? You didn't no, I, go no, because we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, I did not go to the House Festival, yeah. but um, but yeah, he's uh, very dynamic, and it's 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 funny. I think you know it's before NXS broke, so you're watching the audience out there. The band is playing, and Michael Hutchins is being Michael yeah. Hutchins, but not a big reaction from. Uh, from the audience they're you know they're playing in the daytime and you know people are just kind of absorbing what they're trying to <laughs> gather yeah trying to but it was <laughs> shortly assess after. what they're seeing like do I, am i liking this or I, I don't know yet so it's it's kind of cool just to see you know a band on the verge of breaking well i think the public decided they like them yeah would you say you were a fan of nxs i like them i think uh it was when kick came out that i started to really like them yeah um, but i was never a Super fan. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. I didn't love them like you did. I loved them and yeah. I was devastated. I, I also learned something new, which I did not know. So Tim Ferriss, he severed his ring finger in 2015. By doing? He caught his hand while operating a winch on his boat in Sydney. How many times have I told you to be careful of the winch? <laughs> With the winch? You, yeah. you do. And so I am. And that's why I have that all my fingers. That sounds like such an Australian word. Winch. Winch. Watch the winch. Yeah. <laughs> So he had two surgeries to reattach his digit, but he was left with permanent damage. So can he play anymore? He, they, I, uncertain as of this information, uncertain if he'll ever be able to play properly. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. <sighs> so enjoy life while you can, people. Yeah. Stay away from the winch. Stay away from the winch. <laughs> How many times have I told you? Yes. Okay. Is this on the list? I don't believe this is on the list, and I'm okay. not cheating. I okay. promise. That, okay, that is correct. It is not on the list. Okay. But I think don't change something. It'll be on eventually. Well, this is as good a time as any to take a break, so we'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon.
welcome back. Here we go. Okay, moving on to uh, a song we already discussed. <laughs> we did discuss it. So number can... 77, The Bongos, Numbers with Wings. Yeah. This is a song which I remember. Yes. I did not remember Barbarella. <laughs> you know how Oingo Boingo was mo- mostly a uh, Los Angeles band? Yeah. And they didn't get played in New York or out- right. outside of L.A. Mm-hmm. I think The Bongos were probably one of those bands that got played a lot on the East Coast. And yeah. just never necessarily broke all across the U.S. You know, it's funny. I, I don't know why. And I didn't say this when we were talking about Barbarella. Uh, we talked about the Hoboken music scene yes. from Hoboken, which I didn't know there was a Hoboken music scene, but you you schooled me. There is. I thought they were British. Oh, really? And I, I don't know why. I, I can't. I don't know if it was their sound or I don't know. I, so That happened with a lot of bands. Where you, first time you hear them, you think they're, they're British. They're, yeah. I think I remember the first time I heard Nirvana, I thought that was a British band. Really? Yeah. I had no clue. Like, oh, huh. okay. Yeah. Rock. Okay. No, I, I didn't. Um, yeah, before I realized there was the Seattle scene, and that was yeah. you know, like, oh, of course, this is grunge. This is, I, I don't know. It, yeah, but yeah, once in a while, you, you hear something, and it, you assume that a band is from somewhere, but yeah. uh, that's not necessarily the case. But uh, yeah, so good on the bongos and numbers with wings, still, still a good song. And, and still on the list. And as we mentioned, this was on the list. I think it it's was. Numbers, numbers, it's moved up 10 spots to number 67. Yeah, and deserving of it. Okay. All right. Number 76. Yes. I love 1983. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what song is this? This is the Psychedelic First, Love My Way, mm-hmm. from Forever Now, which was actually released in 1982. Another song from the movie Valley Girl. Valley Girl, yeah. In- indeed, it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> it is, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yes. You're questioning me. Don't question me. This is yeah. correct. But it, Okay. So it's from Valley Girl. Do you, do you remember... It was a scene. It was a bathroom scene, right? Nicolas Cage surprises Deborah Foreman in the bathroom at a party. However, you know this because of licensing issues. Please keep going. Okay. Let's <laughs> finish my story. Yeah. I figure you already know. I don't, I don't want to tell you anything you don't know, but I'm also uh, educating our audience. Mm-hmm. This song and others from the soundtrack, like Who Can It Be Now, had to be replaced on the DVD because of licensing issues, which is kind of a bummer because these really these songs really make that Oh yeah, that movie which was so nineteen eighty three. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, that's a big problem. I, I remember um, there's two shows, uh, WKRP mm-hmm. and Freaks and Geeks had a hard time licensing all of the music that was on there. Yeah. Um, I think they eventually got the original licensing for you know get both? those songs. I think for both, yeah, for both shows. Freaks and Geeks must have because they they had some good. Yeah, they had some good choices. Good on stuff that. in there. <laughs> Um, yeah, were you a, a psychedelic first fan? Oh yeah, I I, I love this song. Love, 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 love mm-hmm. this song. Um, um, plus, Yay. it has marimbas. How many <laughs> how many marimbas songs can you name? Oh, please just tell me. Come on, give me give me one. Um, think of uh, think of a band we saw together in uh, 2019. Way back in 2019, <laughs> it was a band that headlined. And um, they have this song that's... Uh, the Cure. <laughs> yeah. It's a song called The Love Cats. Okay, yeah, that uses the marimba. The marimba. Um, there's uh, Haircut 100. Come on. If I say that... Let's Love see plus you, one. Very good. Okay. If I say The Violent Femmes, would you know... I can't hum the... I know. It's Gone Daddy Gone. Yes. Gone okay. Daddy, yes. Um, there's the Thompson Twins, Hold Me Now. 
There's a marimba. There's in that marimba. Song. Yeah, there is. Huh. Um, Robert Palmer's looking for clues. That also has. <laughs> yes. That's uh, that's a good one. With I like marimba. that song. There's a lot of good songs with marimba in there. Yeah, you're right. Um, from the '80s. It seems I don't, like it's I don't a subtle instrument, but Every, you're right. Everyone talks about the saxophone solos in in 80s music but there's a lot of there were some good marimba songs from the 80s i think i prefer the marimba all right but (laughs) um do you know this is a fun fact who who was playing the marimbas on love my way he's the producer of this song (laughs) and his his name is todd rundgren oh todd rundgren yes He's playing the marimba? He's playing the marimbas on this song. I thought so too. I had no clue. I didn't know he produced it. I didn't know he he played the marimbas, but that is indeed according to uh, Wikipedia, which would never lie to me. No, Wikipedia. Oh, yes, it was (laughs) actually, you're right. You are are correct. I know you weren't giving uh, wrong information, but he had a marimba. I don't know if it was originally written into the song. I think he might have decided to to add it when they were in the studio, his studio. Yeah. The, it's everything in yeah. that song. That's what makes it memorable. Yeah, that's so great. Do you know what other movie that this song was in? Go ahead, tell me. The Wedding Singer, 1998. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I used to go to a lot. I don't okay, see I'm, as many now, but I used to, I've seen everything, you know, well, Okay. for a period. Yeah, well, I mean, when you hit, 90, you know, late 90s, maybe you stopped seeing movies. 98, that was when my daughter was born, so... My first oldest child, my uh, first child, also my oldest child. <laughs> Your oldest, <laughs> oldest daughter. How can we awkwardly say? Yes. <laughs> she's my oldest daughter, and okay. she's my youngest daughter also. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, let's, oh, is this song on the updated list? It better be. It better be, is what you say? Is well, it? <gasps> it is. Of yes. Course. It's moved up 10 spots as well, number 66. Oh, yay. Hey, did, More you, facts. did you know this? It was also in... The movie Call Me By Your Name, which I did not remember. It was in a dance party sequence, so maybe which was just yeah. like background music. But yeah. I actually, now that you say that, I do remember oh. hearing that song. I'm like, some songs, <laughs> it just, it, it hits me, or I remember, like, or even usually it's an 80s song. Yeah, we remember like, seeing it it's like, movie. oh, that's, yeah, that's kind of cool. I hear, you know, yeah. like, oh, here's a song I know, usually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this movie was made for me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so yes. Yay for the psychedelic furs. Yay. Love, love, love. Indeed. And uh, yeah, they still play around. They're still, they yeah. still headli- they play headlining shows. Like big, like, you know. Shit. We need to go see them. One day. Yeah. I'm sure that it plays summer. They play like every summer. So I'm sure we'll get an opportunity to do that. Okay. You know, he's also a painter, Richard Butler. <laughs> most, most, <laughs> most of these artists, a lot of these artists are. Usually they go to art school and, and then they drop out. Yeah. And then well. they st- to form rock bands and so. Apparently that's what Richard Butler did. Well, he he's still painting, so he's not. He didn't give up. Well, I don't know if he's yeah. still painting, but in he had a, an exhibit in 2013. I know that was seven years ago now, but that's fairly current. Sure. No, I'm sure yeah. he's still painting. I'm sure he's painting right now. Uh, dollars to donuts. He's got a paintbrush in his hand. Dollars to donuts. I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number seventy five. Another one. I love it. Midnight Oil. All right. Another Australian band. Yes, the Power and the Passion. Power and the Passion. Mm-hmm. I don't know how tall Peter Garrett is, the lead singer. He's like eight feet tall. <laughs> he is. He's like a man. Yes, he's like a colossal man. Yeah, the bald guy. Uh, I mean, I remember seeing this video of of him. Yeah, even in a video, like this guy looks abnormally. He's abnormally a damn big tall. presence. Yeah, it's like a. It's crazy. Yeah, 
He's great, though. He's a good guy, too. I mean, he seems like it, like yeah. really, yeah, passionate of power in the past. I mean, it, he <laughs> declared it. I mean, this is like this is like a U two type band yeah. in eighty three. Like they're they're a serious band, but they're gonna they're gonna rock you. Or they're gonna rock. They're gonna you. rock this town. All I, yeah. Um, but they also have a message behind it. So, yeah. I mean, that, this, and that, that, the lyric, uh, it's better to die on your feet than to live on your knees. That's always stuck with me. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was kind of a call to, uh, to action. Action. Yeah. yeah. He's big, big on the environment and preserving the environment. Yeah. So this song, we're going to talk Australia right now. Okay. In, uh, 2018, um, we should talk Australia. Yeah, one day we will. We got to get the Nazi in here. Yeah. Um, but in 2018, Triple M, that, that's kind of like the BBC. Of, Familiar with them. Yeah. No, Triple M is not public radio. Triple I'm, M is private and BBC is. But yes, the music they play. Is that right, what you're talking sort about? Sort of like, yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, nitty gritty right, of go radio. Ahead. <laughs> so Triple M, go ahead and explain that again. So I understand. Triple M, BBC is public radio. You know, it's okay. taxpayer supported. Right. Even though they have channels that appeal to, you know, it's not just like what we see as public radio, like NPR, BBC has, you know, other channels and one is geared towards a younger audience. One is, you know, news. They have BBC foreign, you know, foreign service. Triple M is a rock network okay. owned by a, you know, um, a big corporation. It's not publicly funded. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I I really, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh. You, well, yes. you're Miss International. <laughs> well, radio. Anyway, they, they, they did the, the most Australian songs of all time. <laughs> and that was called the Ozist 100, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so you saw this. All right, so you know. The, all right, so you know Power and the Passion was number 29. Pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, you'll, you'll never guess number, what number one was. What was number because one? it's not because it's so Australian that I don't even know. I had I had I had to play it. But I had no idea what it was. What is it? It's uh, by a band called Cold Chisel, <laughs> and the song is called K Sun, and it's kind of like a, a like a country rock song. It reminded me a lot of John Mellencamp, like that type of Whoa, sound. Okay, but yeah, it's just about uh, an Australian Vietnam veteran dealing with his return to c- civilian life, um, and apparently this means a lot to Aussie. This song. Like struck a chord really? with them. It came out in seventy eight. So, what do you think was number two, the most Australian song? It came from the eighties from an Australian band, and it's not Australian band. You know that that land Nidoro? down under. You know that band. The the you know that you mean that Men land. at Work? Yes, very good. <laughs> Who number, could it be now? Is number two? No. <laughs> number two is Down Under by Men at Work. Oh, <laughs> but you got. <laughs> I thought you were just referring to the place. No, I was trying. I was trying to give you a. Got it. I'll just lead you along the way, okay. g- gently. You take didn't lead you. that one really well. No, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, can you name what was the number one ACDC song, or the number number five was by ACDC? Can you name? You think you can name the song? That's the most Aussie song. Is not Highway to Hell. No. Hell's that would not be no. back in black. I, I don't think you want any of those songs to represent Australia. Oh God. But okay, I'll tell you, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. So what would be the top Midnight Oil song? Oh, Beds Are Burning. Beds Are Burning. That was number nine. What would be the number, the top uh, NXS song, Aussie song? The top NXS song would be, is it from Kick? What is it? (laughs) The song's Never Tear Us Apart. Oh, yeah. So that was number 18. A lot of these songs I didn't, I... That's well, I was that's not I wasn't familiar with. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it was kind but of. You know, Never Tear Us Apart, right? Of course. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of fun. I mean, a lot of these songs that I looked on that list, I, like, I didn't recognize any of these, but these were like the the big, you know, the, the Australian that bands that that made it to uh, that made it big. Um, so those are the songs. So check out Cold Chisel. Okay. K Sun. I are think that's like a drinking. I think that's a song. Like you, you're at the bar song. and you put that on the on the karaoke and like and everyone sings along, raises a pint. Okay. I don't know. It's okay. Just, I'll uh, cold chisel. Cold chisel. Okay. K sun. So enough Aussie talk. Well, it's really never enough Aussie talk, but okay. For the purpose of this <laughs> I, podcast, I, for now, for today. All right. I don't think we talked oh, enough about the, Peter Garrett, by the way. So hopefully he'll come up. Well, he will, he will come, come up later, but I think we, he deserves a whole lot oh, he more does. attention. He is awesome. He does. But, uh, yeah. you know, we only have a 30 minute show that, <laughs> that seems to extend to 50 minutes. Oh, is the song on the updated list? Uh, yes, it is. It is. Number yeah. 65. Okay. Up 10. Very good. All right. Uh, number 74 is Soft Cell. It's a mugs game. All right. Is it, it is, a mugs game? It is a mugs game. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but it is a mugs game. Yes, from the art of falling apart. No, it's not. I mean, it's it was a B side. This was this was a K Rock thing. This was on it's uh, it was on the the remastered version that came out much later. Okay. So this was a song that uh, again I'm I'm just going to guess that Freddie saw saw the uh the song where the heart is he played that and like this isn't i don't feel this let me let's see what's on the other side and he played then there was it's a mugs game like oh this is this is better let's play this and uh and it did pretty well yeah for, for k-rock for the k-rock audience and the the single didn't really do that well for soft cell the the uh where the heart is in the uk it only reached uh number 21 and that's after you know, like their follow-up to their big nonstop cabaret album. Yeah. They, this was the, the follow-up album. And so, I don't know. Apparently, uh, for Freddie, It's a Mugs Game was, was the song. Yeah. Well, that's good. Otherwise, I, we might not have been exposed to I, it. I, yeah. I, I, I kind of like it still. I remember it. I remember hearing it. Do you remember the song? I did not remember the song. I'm yeah. embarrassed to say. That's okay. Yeah. I, songs I didn't remember. Yeah. It's a weird song where, you, you know, you wouldn't think that uh, you combine synth, synthesizer and <laughs> trumpet and like, yep. <laughs> you know what the, you know what this synth, you know what this synthesizer song me- needs? More trumpet. <laughs> marimba. Yeah. That's no, what it needs. No marimba, just trumpet. But <laughs> yeah. it worked. Um, and so that was, it was a good song for, for the LA radio audience. Yeah. Is this song still on the list? I don't think it is. It is still on the list. Oh, they've, wow. They've kept it on at number 64. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, yay, Soft Cell. Yay, Soft Cell, indeed. <laughs> I mean, Soft Cell, they're kind of like an L.A. band, too. I think, uh, oh. I think. Mar- I mean, even though they're from the U.K., I think <laughs> yes. Mark Almond lives in L.A., and I think he's, yeah. you know, kind of like Depeche Mode, is kind of like perceived as an L.A. band. Yeah, we've, like we've they, adopted they do, them. Right. They do really well in L.A., not necessarily in other parts of the country. Yes. But, um, but yeah, soft sale could play anywhere. It, it like would play a bigger place than they would anywhere else. And yes, as Depeche Mode, if they ever played, they would, you know, play stadiums again. They still. ever played, they played. I, I know. Well, I know. Pool. Well, I mean, I'm just saying if they play again, they will still <laughs> continue to yes. play, you know, play Mor- big. Morrissey is seen as an LA yeah. artist, you know, that's true. Yes, you're right. I get, I take your point. Okay. Yeah, don't give me and that I look. I don't you. need that look. <laughs> from LA. <laughs> you know what you're talking about. I know I shouldn't have, I shouldn't, you know, <laughs> chime in on that stuff. You know. No, don't worry. All right. <laughs> anyway, Soft Cell, 
still on the list at 64. Okay. But w- back in the day in 1983, they were at 74. And now we go to number 73, Devo's Dr. Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can you be less enthusiastic no. about that? Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm always, I'm happy to see Devo. Yes, you know, it's been established. I'm, you know, I like them. I respect them. They're it sounds like clever an and to me. Cre- no, <laughs> I no. like them. No. I respect them. However, that's what I always expect. It's to not my go-to. No, it's not my go-to music. That's it. Oh. But they're all Devo. It's Devo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's, what that means. It's actually so. It's from. Do you remember this movie, Doctor Detroit? Detroit? Yeah, I with Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. I remember it, but I don't remember seeing it. You did not miss anything. <laughs> back then yeah back no. then even now don't yeah there was no need to see dr detroit there was no yes. there's no reason for it to still exist actually the only reason for there's two reasons for it to exist one was for the, the devo song which is actually pretty good yeah not yeah you know, not one they're best but still fun yes it is I, uh, I i admit and then apparently dan Aykroyd met donna dixon on the set and they're that's uh they got married is that true and they're still married that's which is a, crazy right that's a great story yeah so there you go. I know you, you love love. So there's your love story. That's that's really nice. Crappy movie, but great uh, marriage. Okay, that makes me happy. There you go. So okay, okay so it makes you happy. There you go. Yeah. Doctor Detroit makes you happy. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Is this still on the list? This is not on the list. Of course not. Yeah. No, no one wants to remember Doctor Detroit <laughs> except for Dan Aykroyd and <laughs> Donna like, Dixon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Moving to seventy-two. Tell me. Heaven seventeen. Okay, what's Let the song? Let me go. <laughs> Did you recognize it when I sang it? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's no. okay. I do the but same you do thing. remember the song, Yeah. Right? Oh, well, a tremendous dance song. <laughs> yes. This was actually a bigger hit in the U.S. as a dance song than it was in the U.K. Uh, it hit number four on the U.S. dance charts back in the day and made it up to number 41 on the U.K. charts. Oh, so we appreciated it more. I think so. Yeah. Apparently we did. Yeah. It was big. It got played. Yeah, you're right. I heard it on K-Rock. I mm-hmm. listened to it on K-Rock. But I see, I see some of the stations it was played on, like like Power 96 in Miami, which was a dance, you know, dance station. Oh, yeah. Did you read the Wikipedia uh, information on this? Like the, uh, the ties with Human League and Heaven 17? I guess not. Here's the story of two lovely men. So, you, so, I mean, you're talking about Martin Ware and... Right. Okay, Martin go ahead. Ware Tell and, me. Do tell. Okay. So the, the two founders, uh, Ian Craig Marsh and Martin Ware, mm-hmm. founding members of Human League. Glenn Gregory had been their original choice when seeking a lead singer for the band, but he was unavailable at the time, so they chose Phil Oakey. All right, so Phil Oakey became the lead singer of Human League. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's creative differences. And, um, you know, so they broke up in 1980, and Marsh and Ware left. So they left the band, and they formed Heaven 17, yes, which did. is based on the in, uh, Clockwork Orange. There's a mention of the Heaven 17 have a song called Inside, which reached number four. And I guess that's that's how they chose the name Heaven 17. Oh, okay. So there you go. They had two other bigger hits, which songs which I didn't wasn't that familiar with, Temptation and Come Live With Me, which were top ten hits in the UK. Love Temptation. Oh, you know that okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you know it better than I do. I I mean I I love that the song Let Me Go, but were you more familiar with this band? I mean I you know, not I didn't dig dig deep but i know their you know their history i know i followed them yes not uh, physically just you know, through music <laughs> yes okay. start stalking them yeah <laughs> no um okay so here's our shout out to uh, dan mcgrath because he's so into his little uh 
nerdy instruments. This was the first commercial release to feature the Roland TB-303. <laughs> and I'm sure Dan's like, well, He probably duh. has one. <laughs> yeah. It's a bass. I'm sure he has one. It's a bass synthesizer, which uh, later played a pivotal role in the Acid House movement. Oh, but um, yeah. So oh, yeah, he must there be you totally go. Into that. I'm sure Dan has has a Roland TB 303 <laughs> rolling around somewhere. You can call and let us know. Okay. <laughs> is this still on the list? Yes, this is definitely on the list. Yes, it is. Uh, moved up nine spots to number sixty three. That's it. <laughs> yes, should that's have been it. more if I was making the list. All right, well, write a strongly worded letter. Okay, <laughs> okay. All right, let's uh, wrap up this episode with number seventy-one, which is a surprise. Yeah, and for me, this was a great surprise because I had forgotten about this song. This is the Rolling Stones' "Too Much Blood." Yeah, I played this. I really like this song. Really, I really like. This is a a hidden gem from the Stones for me. Okay, like I. I got a kick out of it. I just, I, and it sounds like 1983. Have you, did you replay it at all? Um, I did not replay it. You know, this, you know, we've had this discussion before. This is not my favorite era for the Stones, but. Right. No. Yeah. It's from the album Undercover, which is, uh, yeah. there, there were some different sounds on this, but this, this particular song sounds like, like a contemporary song for, for a K rock audience. I think it, it really fit in there at the time. Okay. I, I Give it a listen. Okay, I will. I really did look at the lyrics too, which are kind of. Uh, <laughs> did you look at the lyrics there? Well, <laughs> I, I was enthralled with what this song is little, actually about. Little horror movies type uh, scenarios. But it's it, it it actually had a real inspiration. Okay, so should I should I read the lyrics first, and then so, you could so explain? read the lyrics? Yeah. Okay. The, the the chorus is I want to dance, I want to sing, I want to bust up everything to make some love. I want to dance, I want to sing, I want to bust up everything and make some love. I said that twice. So that's <laughs> but anyway. But he but then in in the then he he starts talking like Mick Jagger when he talks and sings. I, I kind of like that too. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine was this Japanese who had a girlfriend in Paris. He had to date her for six months, and eventually she said yes. You know, he took her to his apartment, cut off her head, put the rest of her body in the refrigerator. Ate her piece by piece, put her in the refrigerator, put her in the freezer. He didn't eat her bones. And when he ate her, he, oh, that's right. And when he ate her, he took her bones to the Bois de Bolognais. By chance, a taxi driver noticed him. Bearing the bones, you don't believe me? <laughs> Truth is stranger than fiction. We drive through there every day. There's that. Then yep. they, they creates another scenario. Did you ever see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Horrible, wasn't it? You know, people ask me, is it really true? You know, where you live in Texas? Is that really what they do around there, people? I say, hey, now every time I drive through the crossroads, I get scared. There's a bloke running around with a chainsaw. Oh, no, he's going to cut off me. Oh, no, don't saw me leg off. Don't saw me leg off. Don't, don't saw off what? me arm. Um, and then he, he says, when I go to the movies, you know, I like to see something more romantic. You know, like an officer and a gentleman. There's something you excite the wife to. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot going on there. Okay. But, but it's tongue in cheek song. And I, it's just, again, taking uh, on a character. But if you look, listen musically to it, it's, it's very contemporary. It's not like blues based at all. It's more. I like the blues based Rolling Stones. I know, I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. You like, and you, and you don't like keyboard rush and you like, you know, you oh. have your certain styles that you like and you don't like. Yeah. Bands need to stay in their lane. Yeah. I'm, well, I, <laughs> some of them do. I'm open minded enough. I'll listen to it again and I'll let you know okay. what I think. All right. Thanks. Uh, listen to the Spotify playlist. They'll be on there. I will. Okay. Did you know that Keith Richards did not record on this song? 
his guitar tech did, Jim Barber. I 100% believe that because it doesn't sound like a Keith Richards song at all. Yeah, yeah. So, no, the, so the guy, it was his guitar tech that played, and he, so he gets the credit on the album, and he went on to be a prolific session guitarist. Right. That's probably why it sounds so different than that was Stone song. And what you, else? Know, you know who played sax? I just have Todd Rundgren. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, you you. There are only two sax players. Well, there's you can Bobby name. Keys, and there and oh, there's no. Kenny. And there's Kenny G. Um, and uh, one more. And uh, well, Kurt Whalem. There's a. Uh, <laughs> wow, you are really you're <laughs> David well, Sanborn. There you go. Okay, David Sanborn. You're huh? very well versed in the saxophone oh, players. Sax- oh, so many. There's Clarence Clemens. Could have. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I was only thinking Kenny G or David Sanborn. Okay. For me, it was a Lost Stones classic that they will probably never ever play again. Even if they tour mm-hmm. until they're a hundred, that's a song that you will never hear. But uh, it's worth digging up again. Because I respect you, I'm going to go oh, back and listen oh, to it. Boy, thank you. With an open mind. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So now it is Holly's turn to answer these uh, these questions. These are uh, ooh quiz ten questions. Are you ready? Okay. I'm, I'm ready. All I right. think so, I'm going to get them all this time. All right. Hopefully these or are... Or none. How many... Okay, let's give a prediction. How many do you think you will get right? Five. You think you... <laughs> Ten. All right. Let's set the bar low. I don't have confidence in myself. All right. Especially if it's years. All right. Please. I don't see any years right now. Oh, okay. Then I'll get all 10. Which song by the Eurythmics begins with the phrase, no one on earth could feel like this? Is it Sweet Dreams? Here Comes the Rain Again? There must be an angel. It comes the rain again. Uh, oh. No, there must be an angel. Okay. See. I should have known that because it doesn't sound familiar, okay. and that's the song I know the least. Oh, okay. I would not know that one either. Okay. Stupid <laughs> that guessing you, on my that part. Makes you feel better. Thank you. Yes, it does because you're the expert. <laughs> oh, look. I'm sorry. This is a uh, this is a year question. I, I'm I'm already lying. Am I going to know it? In what year did Phil Collins release the song "You Can't Hurry Love"? Eighty two, eighty four, eighty six. Eighty two. Very good. You got one. One for, one two. for two. Who had success in 1986 with the song A Different Corner? George Michael. Very good. <laughs> two for three. Which song by the group Survivor has a chorus that contains the phrase, there's a quest for answers, an unquenchable thirst. Is it I Can't Hold Back, Eye of the Tiger, or Burning Heart? You could probably take I out one of the back. songs. It is Burning Heart. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> have known that one guess. either. Okay. Two for four. From which United States city did the band Survivor... <laughs> Jeez, what's with the survive? We need a new book. Yeah, we do. When are we creating our own book? From which United States city did the band Survivor come from? Chicago. Correct. <laughs> so what do we got? So that's three for five. Yes. Okay. In which year did John Lennon release the song Imagine? This is not right. Well, maybe they're thinking about the movie. Read him. Uh, I don't like this question. Okay. But I will ask it anyway. We should exempt it. Am I going to be wrong? Okay. In which year did John Lennon release the song Imagine? I guess as a single, maybe it was never released as a single, but here we go. 80, 82, 84. I'm, I'm actually going to look this up because I think it is BS. All right. So Imagine came out in 1971. Yes. I don't know. I think, you know, they're talking about uh, double fantasy. So, okay. So we throw this, song, this one out. Okay. Fair. Who chose this book? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking All right. or why. So uh, number six, uh, it says, in which year did John Lennon's release the song Imagine? And answer <laughs> gives the possible answers as 1980, 82, or 84. It came out in 1971, so we're throwing that out. Okay. All right. So you are still three for five. Okay, tweet the author. All right. Within the group Foreigner in the 1980s, who played the drums? Lou Graham, Dennis Elliott, or Mick Jones? 
Dennis Elliott. That is correct. It's the one name you don't recognize. <laughs> it's always the drummer. Yes. Well, there four. are exceptions. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, so we're four for seven. Four for six, actually, because we threw one out. Okay. Four for six. Which of these songs by the police was released first? Every little thing she does is magic. Every breath you take, don't stand so close to me. What was first? Which one did they release first? Don't stand so close to me. That is correct. There we go. So five for seven. This is you. You said you were going to get more than five, mm-hmm. or you said you were going to get five. So are you going to tank these next? Do not ones? jinx me. All right. Well, this is a year one, so it might oh. be tough. In what year did Michael Jackson release his album Bad? Eighty three, eighty five, eighty seven. Eighty three. No. Oh, eighty seven. Eighty five. See. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, yeah, uh, that was uh, 1987. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, so we're five for five for eight. Let's see if you can get this one. It's another Michael Jackson question. Oh. The Michael Jackson song "Smooth Criminal" was part of which album? You should know this without me even asking. I know. All right, anthology, thriller, or bad? Bad. Very good. All right, six for nine. What is that? That's above. 50%. That's more than you thought you were going to get okay. five, and you got six. I rock. You do rock. Congratulations <laughs> on rocking Thank so hard. You. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for picking up my slack. Continue to rock. My name is Dave. I'm Holly. This is What Difference Does It Make podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on... Uh, All our social media. Find us at w- WDDIM Podcast or What Difference Does It Make. Yeah, look us up on uh, Instagram. Look us up on Twitter. There's always uh, something happening that we're trying to, uh, to gain, <laughs> little gain attention. Little nuggets. There's always little nuggets. Oh, look. There's the music. You know what that means. No, already? Yeah, it's time to say goodbye. All right. All right. So until next week, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out. Bye-bye. <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.